We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's good, Lucky Lefty Podcast? As you can see, very special show today for you Notre Dame fans. We apologize for not being able to have a show yesterday. As I said before, man, it was a tough day out on the left coast. My boy Malik, he's still taking care of some personal things. He's going to be locked in tomorrow. He tried to get locked in this morning. Scheduling, I told my guy, I got our guys. They're going to cover it for us. And we have none other than former Notre Dame running back, C.J. Procise, former NFL running back. And then, you know, Mr., uh, as I say, Wusa of the Lucky Lefty Podcast, Cam McDaniel himself, who finds a way to kind of get us to come down and talk to us about different aspects. And Cam, we have great topics today, right? We're going to start off with our leftovers, which is what we start off with each and every day. But before we get to that, YouTube, subscribe. The thumbs up, smash it. Helps with the views. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, we give you audio edibles every day. Every day over at CFB Nation, exclusively. Go tap in. We thank Jack Swarbrick for identifying us as the home of the misguided passion. That's what we do. We spin it different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. That's what we do. We spin it different. So with that being said, we move forward to leftovers. On top of leftovers, we're going to discuss the return of Jadarian Price coming off that Achilles. And who else can break down transition from running back to wide receiver in reverse when it comes to Chris Tyree? Because this man right here, he did it at Notre Dame. He played both. How difficult is it going to be for Chris Tyree going to the wide receiver position and how much of an impact can he make? And then we'll get into what I'll call foreign territory for Notre Dame. Who is the lead tight end? Like for the first time in a long time, there is no dude at tight end for Notre Dame. How is that going to impact Sam Bartman in the offense? and Jared Parker. So let's get to it. We start with the leftovers. And based upon a, a, a fan question and comment about something Malik said when he talked about the culture of the quarterback room in his time at Notre Dame and how it wasn't a culture that was necessarily conducive to growth and continued growth. And he went on to explain certain things. And I thought he did a pretty good job of talking about those things. But fans in the comments afterwards we're really concerned about whether or not he was sharing too much information that could somehow negatively affect future recruits. And is there a code, an alumni code, a former player code, guys, when it comes to how you guys express your experience at Notre Dame, if approached by a young man and their parents wanting to know what Notre Dame is all about? Uh you know, absolutely. Um, I would say uh, definitely it's, it's a code you, as a former player, and especially, you know, as an alumni of Notre Dame, you know, uh, it's a lot of positives that go in, you know, being an alumni of Notre Dame. And you, you express those first and foremost. And, and uh, obviously with a quarterback situation, uh, it, the, the coaching situation, you, you, it's, there's never no loyalty. So you always kind of 
you always got to just pick a school for what you you got to love the school for, for what it is and not 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 for any coach or pick a school for that so that's why i always talk to talk to former talk to younger players about because you know you got to pick it for what you love it for not not about you know what anybody else wants wants you to go for or any coach going to promise you yeah yeah no i i i remember getting that exact advice uh when I was running around on Stanford's campus and I was asking about Coach Harbaugh, um, all the guys were basically telling me the exact same, same thing that CJ was talking about. And I agree with that to an extent. I also, um, like, I'm a fan of authentic expression. Um, I'm, a fan, I'm a fan of like being able to tell it how it is. And ultimately at the end of the day, when players are sharing parts of their journey that are ultimately not necessarily uh, the most positive experiences. Um, that's still their story and their journey. Uh, and it doesn't take away from the gratitude that they have, you know, from that institution or from that place and from that opportunity necessarily. Uh, but there's stages to this stuff, man. Like there's stages to, you know, feeling like maybe you missed out on something because of politics or you didn't, you know, get the opportunity that you felt like you were supposed to get or whatever. I mean, like that stuff hurts, um, especially when you're an athlete that has a dream to go like achieve certain things, which anybody that goes to Notre Dame has a dream of achieving at a very high level and, you know, not just being a contributing player, but being a, a dude. Uh, all of those guys that show up in Notre Dame are like, they're dudes, like, and they're special humans and they're former captains and they're people that have like, contributed in huge ways to their former teams and are trying to come on into Notre Dame and make it an impression that says, Hey, like I belong here. Can you see me? And I think that's just the like inner cry and inner child of like every athlete that we have to like be able to take into perspective with this stuff. And so, um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's a negative for Malik to come out and be sharing some of these things, um, especially like with other kids and people in the recruiting process, first and foremost, like I was talking to Sean about this, but we have a, <laughs> we have a completely different coaching staff than when Malik was there, a completely different culture. And I do believe that we're entering a time where um, coaches are having to ad adjust, adapt, evolve, because the game is evolving, <laughs> evolving very fast. Uh, consciousness is evolving generational consciousness. When we think about like, you know, Gen Z and below generation, like, like these guys are operating at a whole nother level. I tell people all the time, like, this is going to be the sickest generation of athlete, like coming up that we've ever seen, because these guys have access to instant footage all day long of watching peak performance, uh, learning, uh, learning different deep learning applications to be able to integrate that deep performance. And we're seeing all this like cool creativity, and um just really fun components of how the game's changing and so there's even like going into the recruiting process just a little bit i'm sure we can double click on this more later but um dude that's just like i don't even hardly know how to orient myself in that space anymore absolutely <laughs> like, about it. like yeah yeah it's exciting but like it's different right it's crazy that you talk about that and intimate that because let me go to, we have former Notre Dame linebacker Derek Curry on the show a week ago. 
And he made some powerful comments that I felt like ruffled Notre Dame fans because sometimes when you speak from an area of truth, sometimes people just don't want to hear it. And he was worried about Notre Dame falling behind. He was like, look, the way this thing is going from a recruiting standpoint, if, if we don't wake up and recognize certain things need to be done and certain things need to change, we're going to continue to fall, fall behind, especially when it comes to getting the big-time recruits. And then one of those things he said, he said, look, you can't constantly lead with 40 for 40. He said a 16, yeah. a 16-year-old, he said, man, that, <laughs> he said it wasn't it's until, different. he said, I got on campus and met a young lady in my sophomore year that opened my eyes to what Notre Dame could do for me. Mm-hmm. He was like, my eyes were open when I got there. I had to experience it. He was cool. like, on a recruiting trail, that wasn't hitting me. He said, but I had a dad that could understand. Right, Son, you need to take a look at this because this can take you further than everything I've taught you up to this point. So the 4 for 40 should really be for the parents. Get them to buy in and understand so they can intimate that to that young man that this needs to be a part of the thinking process when we ultimately make a decision. And Notre Dame has to have, look, Notre Dame has tradition, national championship. I don't care how long it's been. Oh, yeah. And like, you get on that, dude, the campus, the vibe, the yeah. feeling, regardless, you feel it. Mm-hmm. You walk around that campus, you feel it. And it's different. There are a lot of things that Notre Dame can lead with with 16-year-olds that have absolutely nothing to do with 4 for 40. But if they keep leading with 4 for 40, he's right. They're going to fall behind with these kids, and they're going to have to adjust their message moving forward. Yeah, no, the, definitely these kids nowadays. I mean, it's not – you know, even even my my our generation, Cam, you know, it was uh, – the four for forty, you know, for me, it's it's so it, it was kind of selling for me, but you know, I went to all boys boarding school, and you know that that, that really wasn't a big selling point for me. Like, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm I'm coming home, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to have fun when I, you know, I'm trying to have fun when I go to school. So, uh, so you know, and these kids nowadays, I mean, and the money is just flowing at them now. So it's like, you know, you, you gotta that, that's got to be on the the, the the forefront basically when you you doing this recruiting thing because. Now, I mean, and all you got, you can any school is gonna be like, hey, I'm just gonna throw money in your face, and they're like, I might just want to go there now. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, Donald Miller, like as an uh, as an author, and just some of his stuff that he's written on business and marketing, which is what all this stuff is that we're talking about right now, and um, you know, the art of storytelling is something that I think is huge. For Notre Dame, um, like, and that's really, I think, what you have to sell to athletes these days is like you're selling the story that you can create here. You know, like, you get to plug yourself into something that ultimately has its own very, very unique legacy, and you get to be a part of that in whatever way you feel like you can contribute as an individual artist, and becoming a part of that legacy is like, that's what I think is so special. And that if I could, you know, go back and talk to 
you know, recruits now, what I would be saying is like, yo, like, I didn't do everything that I thought I was going to do at Notre Dame, but it's really cool to like look up and see that I'm holding like, like some different like rushing records and stuff from like university that has like all of the prestige and all the legacy that they have there. Um, it's just a beautiful thing to be able to know that like I was part of that contribution to that legacy and that, you know, with all of these really beautiful people that follow Notre Dame and follow um, our football team, like it's something different and it's something completely special. And um, I think that, you know, because Notre Dame is Notre Dame, you know, they're able to spin it different a little bit. And um, I, I know that a lot of people are, are wanting us to, um, you know, create more money and create more opportunities to sign guys, you know, to these bigger contracts. But um, I really do think that, this is all going to morph and evolve and settle itself out as well. And in a way that like athletes really begin to see uh, the perspective of this, not just like in the short term, um, but the ability to kind of uh, like, there are guys that I believe have a little bit more of a long-term vision. And I think that Notre Dame is the place for those guys really like, absolutely. You're good. Like, and that's, that's, that's a, that's a tough conversation I'd say, because like, there are so many guys that are like short-sighted at the, like at the age group that, you know, they're being recruited in, but you get these unique guys and that's the type of guys that Notre Dame attracts. Like at the end of the day, like they attract guys like that and you want to keep doing that, um, just doing it with more efficacy and, um, I really think that that could be done, uh, in a way that really makes an impression on our recruiting. Like the more we're able to, you know, package our story, in a in relation to how the athlete can come and basically say, Hey man, like, how do you want to tell your story here? Because that's really what we have to offer. We have this platform for you with this tremendous legacy and like, we haven't won a national championship in over 30 years. Like all these things are like, and we have the ability to go do that now. I mean, even like for a guy like Sam Hartman, I can imagine like as a quarterback being in his position and being able to transfer from a place like Wake to a place like Notre Dame and, and really like he's going for it this year. Like yeah, he's, he's there, he's there for his story and like his branding and everything that comes along with that on the business side. But I'm sure as a competitor and as an athlete, he sees this as a legitimate place where he can go to the playoffs and go for um, go for a national championship run and really make history at Notre Dame in a very big way. And I think that is beautiful. Lucky Lefty Podcast and Left is in the building. What's up, boy? Hey. There he is. Yes, sir. There he is. Taking unfortunate hiatuses, you know, and you know, <laughs> hiatuses trying to it's all good. Man. Do what you gotta do, man. But it's good to have you back, bro. Hey, look, it was a tough day around it was yesterday was tough. It was a tough day, but we're here now. And of course, your comments as always, always find a way to lead to the comments after the show. And we started the leftovers talking about, you know, your openness about the quarterback culture during your time in Notre Dame. And ultimately, I think for me, 
And we've talked about this offline, Left. You got to a point where it went beyond what was on the surface from a competition standpoint when you were making your decision whether or not you were going to transfer. Yeah. You looked at the culture and you said, I don't want to do the branding what's been done to me. It still happened to him. <laughs> and it still happened to him, you know, even with you leaving. So, and you have made comments about your conversation that you had with Dante Moore. And then when he asked you certain things and how open you were with getting an understanding of what him and his people were looking for and being honest enough to say, hey, Notre Dame might not be the right place for you then. Like, yeah. So, it, you know, so people after the show was like, man, Malik is being too honest. Like he's messing it up for recruits that might come. And we talk about this all the time, right? We think we love C.J. Carr in a 24 class. We both love Deuce, Deuce Knight in the 25 class. Like, difference makers. Deuce Knight ain't thinking about no 4 for 40, man. He's from Mississippi, bro. In SEC country. That man, he wants to see if Sam Hartman can throw that football around the field. If the Notre Dame wide receivers can make play. He wants to see something on tape. Show me what I can be in that offense, Jared Parker. I'll let my mom and dad think about that four for 40. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So if you're talking to Deuce Knight, like, what is the honest conversation if his parents come to you and say, yo, you're the last lefty? Yeah. And Notre Dame, what, what, what's up with it? Man, honestly, I'll say uh, we both waiting to see. You know, I think it would be a good opportunity uh, this year for Marcus Freeman and, and Jared Parker and Gino Gadouli to put something together that's sexy on the field. You know, you got to recruit on the field just like you recruit off the field. And on the field is even more important because you have to have these recruits envision themselves uh, playing on in that offense, especially the quarterback position. If he's got Sam Hartman handing the ball off and throwing out routes and, and not really doing the things that Deuce Knight is great at, it's just not a good fit, you know, as a, as a player because you're trying to see yourself – i.e. looking at Tennessee, they just throw in the deep every time and Joe Milton got a cannon and, you know, they the same height. So it's just uh, about perception. And then the optics of Notre Dame, I mean, hey, we have to present something that's worth coming to. 
everybody knows it was a sinking ship before. So yeah, anybody want to join something when it's a disaster because they can you know come up faster. I.e., Sam Hartman. That's like going to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He got a golden ticket. It wasn't expected. He like hell yeah, I go to Notre Dame. Who wouldn't? But it's also a, a huge challenge at that position because it's feast or famine. It ain't a lot of love in that position from the quarterbacks in the room with you to the fans if you're not winning. So it's it's a, it's a it's a something you have to have internally if you want to take on that challenge, which is a little different than going to a Texas A and M or a Tennessee where it's it's football. At Notre Dame, you gotta kind of work the room. You gotta you gotta be able to. Uh, talk to different people and, and be in different settings and stuff. And it's a whole encompassing thing. You think Marcus Freeman uh, is is doing everything, going to the White House, hanging with the Mannings, you know, probably at SpaceX or something, you know. <laughs> Just imagine doing all that, and then you got to go play football. That's the quarterback position at Notre yeah. Dame, or what it's regarded as uh, in the college football landscape. So for a guy like Deuce Knight, if you want all of that, yeah, it's, it's available. But not many guys are taking it because it's also a, a, a position where you can – it's like a deep hole. You fall in that hole, you just be falling. And, you know, a lot of guys don't get out of that hole. You know, it, it affects them past football. So, you know, for uh, for Deuce Knight, he's looking at that thing like, man, at, at least y'all got some guys getting drafted. Y'all got some guys in the NFL balling. I mean, if y'all going to go through all of that. So it is a more of a, you know, you get a career – jammed into four four or five years at Notre Dame where you experience way more than you would from a, a regular college quarterback uh, in, the, in the landscape. So I think it's a great challenge. It's it's not up to a lot of guys. Hell, we had the number one quarterback in CJ's class not be able to take the challenge, and he didn't even make it to a practice. Yeah. Think about that. Number one quarterback in the class go to Notre Dame, don't even make it to a spring practice where he like, man, I ain't taking this. You know, so it just shows you a lot. Uh, but if you are able to get in that position and do half as good, shit, throw one touchdown. <laughs> you know, look, look kind of decent. Yeah. You're gonna be up for all the awards. You're gonna be on everybody's TV every day. You know, you you fart wrong. You're gonna be on the news for some controversy. <laughs> but that's what happens when you uh playing at the Notre Dame position. Hell, if you winning, everything good. You Take a private plane with Marcus Freeman. You see them boys flying out. The, we first of all, we have never done that. <laughs> out with Jimmy Clausen and Cali going to New York and going on TV. What? What is first of all? What have we done to do all that? <laughs> I mean, they got us projected winning the same amount of games as next year. As I mean as last year. Sam Hartman didn't make no effect on Vegas, but we got Sam on Dove commercials. He on ESPN just chatting it up. And I'm like, okay, well. We got to put something behind it. It's great recruiting. You got Notre Dame on your TV on the offseason. Like, you know, we got a reality TV show. But now, you know, people going to tune in to that Ohio State game, which y'all boys going to be out there. Don't go out there looking like ducks because then it's like, man, y'all, y'all, y'all unserious football team. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it definitely, I think the OC, it definitely, the OC, it's a lot going to be an OC this year to Hell make, yeah. make creative. You know, I mean, obviously the running backs, you know, Tyree estimate they're gonna have to carry the load from the beginning, but then a Hart, Hartman gonna have to have to throw that thing. The receivers gonna have to make some plays, and but we the OC, OC gonna have to be creative with it though, because we got guys and we gotta be creative to, to get the guys the ball. That's how we got. That's how we got to go. Don't let us yeah, be man. guessing. That's all. Don't let us yeah. be guessing going in there being like, hell, who gonna 
who will make a play? All right. All these guys, and ain't nobody making plays. And Sam Hartman is a is a a, a catalyst for that. We yeah. not asking Sam to be Aaron Rodgers. We asking him to be his brother Jordan Rodgers. Maybe you know, be a slight similar. But we ain't asking you to. We just need you to be able to put us at ease. Don't yeah. have guys running down the field we've seen on TV, and you just can't get it there. How to have how to have your boy going crazy, tweeting up yeah. the storm. But Sam sees yeah. the opportunity. He's like, look, all I gotta do is be happy with a better team. I'm first round. I'm about to jump, I'm about to skyrocket. I like it though. He bending on himself. I like that he bending on himself. Yeah. I like it. I, I really I like the competitiveness. I like it. I like it a lot. I like him as a quarterback, you know. He don't gotta do too much. Just you know, he got he got a got a great old line. Got a great some great running backs. Got some great receivers. You know, don't mess just, up. just make it easy on yourself. Make it simple. I think yeah, that's a huge deal to like be a new quarterback coming into a a program like this. And obviously, he's had success. He's a veteran. He's right. He's, all all he's got to do is come show up and play with the energy that he's been playing with. And like, I agree with Malik. We're not. You don't need to ask him to necessarily do anything things special but you get special things out of a guy like that when they're able to be themselves and they're able to come in and like feel the rhythm and the flow of the offense in a way that's conducive to how they're you know really how they really want to play the game and so um being able to get a guy like sam and uh and have an offense that ultimately like creates an energy that like people get excited about again um, will be huge, but man, having having the running backs that we have um, is such a big deal, man, for a new quarterback coming in because like being able to hand the ball off and produce as much damage as we we were able to produce last year is just like we got to keep we got to keep doing that for sure. Absolutely. And if we if we do that effectively, like that opens it up for Sam and really like yeah, it does. It kind of goes back to the offensive coordinator at this point. Now it's like. Hey, like you got all the tools, brother. Like we put, we've put all the tools in your, your tool belt. I know we're going to talk about like tight ends and stuff like that later. And that's not something that I've even, honestly, I've ever thought about. I think because every year that I look at Notre Dame, there's just always another guy that shows up when somebody leaves. So it, I'm just kind of like expecting that to happen again. It's tight end you for real. And like guys show up there and we're like, where did this dude come from? <laughs> and you're like, I don't know, but he's the next, you know, Tyler Eifert, or he's the next Michael Mayer. Like, uh, they just seem to just spontaneously come out of uh, Notre Dame's program, which is fun. So I'm sure that somebody's going to be stepping up to the plate there. But That's right. uh, I'm just excited, and I have a lot of expectation. I'm going to the game in Ireland to start off the season, and so okay. I'm really excited to see what these guys put together this year. Yeah, Jared Parker has no excuse. You know, we gave you the finest tools in the land. We don't want you to uh, mess around and build us no barn. Oh, Look yeah. at that one-house ranch style with the fixings and the pool in the back. Yeah. We got that old line, man. Yeah, don't, don't, don't give me no farm. Put anything behind, you put anybody behind that old line, we good. That's what I'm saying. All four of us can play right now. And Jared Parker yeah. better scheme it up. Yeah. And come yeah. out with victories. Come on. We got the old line We got the receivers that are hungry. You know, Chancey stuff yeah. you put work. And then you got Aldrich, you got Jadarian, you got Jabron, totally. you got a guy that can make it happen. Now, Sam Hartman, man, it's like the expectations I, I worry about because he ain't at Wake Forest. 
you know, people going to be at the games. People going to be watching on TV. So all these, you know, frivolous picks and interceptions he's throwing just to – he's like, hey, I'm just trying stuff. You, it's, not a, it's not a trying place. You know that you know that fifth year, you ain't got much of a – you ain't got, you got your, your, your leash pretty tight. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ain't yeah. got too much. You ain't got too much, you know, freedom out there. But the good thing is, is I would love to see him drop his, his gonads on some big throws. I think if anything, that's what you can provide is we're gonna provide yeah. the running game, we're gonna open it up and do some screens and stuff. But on that third and eight, that third and ten in the red zone, where well, we gotta throw it and we got the matchup. I don't want to see a check down. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to see a check down. I want to see a strike. And what did we say the other day, Left? Like, look, Sam Hartman was brought here for three games. That's right. Marcus Freeman recognized halfway through the season last year, like, hey, let me tell you something. This quarterback room, it ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it. And, and he, he got was and, and he was honest with the quarterbacks that were there and told them, hey, we going to the portal. We just want to let y'all know, because this, this ain't it. And both of those guys got up out of there. Yeah. They get Sam Hartman. He's brought you for three games. USC, Ohio State. And Clemson. And Clemson. That's what it is. You're an eight-month rental, my brother. Yeah. For these three games. You betting on you. We're betting on you. Let's go. If you go three and over those games, we got a chance you, you, to be in the CFP. You might get statue. You might get Man. Old in the in the bookstore or something. It is what it is, but this this is the challenge. We have running backs that we can hang our hat on because we've seen the success. I hang my hat on Audrey. Heck yeah. Hey, because of running backs at Notre Dame being successful early, Josh Adams' first carry was a touchdown as a freshman. CJ comes over, pops in. Thousand yard season. Starts going crazy. Come on, like the run, the running back position at Notre Dame. We can hang our hat on that position. We solid. Yeah, make it way we solid. We, we solid. solid. person. Now we start asking Notre Dame fans, who are you hanging your hat on in that wide receiver room? You can tell me about all the promise, but who are you hanging your hat on? It gets real quiet. Real quiet. It gets real quiet. And I'll say yeah, it again. Oh, tight end. No, that's not. No, that's tight end. And we might get a Cole Komet to pop up. Because see, Cole Komet was that unknown year, tight end, showed up against Georgia, and all of a sudden it's like, yo, who? This dude is he's killing. Yeah. Could it be Mitchell Evans, who had a good game of bowl? Right? Could it be holding stakes? Eli Raritan was thought of in that same ilk. Two ACLs he's coming back from. You might not see him into the middle of the season. Cooper Flanagan is a freshman, but he's not thought of. But we'll see what he can do in fall camp. They have numbers. They have talent. But one of those guys, they're going to have to step forward. Who are you hanging your hat on, man? Because Ohio State's going to line up and say, hey, we don't think you can get past us. I mean, hell, CJ, what were you thinking? Crossing over, knowing that hell, we <laughs> running back short. And this was in the, the season. They're like, oh, shoot, tarring down. Who we got? CJ, you do. You just got to go. <laughs> 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 that, 
Hey, like, man, hey, what, what Coach Kelly said is next man in, next man up. You know? Hey, next man up. Yo. That's, kinda, that's, that's, what, that's what you look by. That's, that's get the handoffs game. right, middle you know, of the game. Get the hand off, man. Hey, I'm going to still run that thing. Malik, you know, we that's knew. That's the thing about it, man. You just It's this game you play, and, like, you kind of you got to – that's the thing I try to teach the, the younger generation, too, man. Like, this game we play, you just got to be ready for anything. Yeah. Man, for in this, anything, <laughs> game, just be ready to go. Any position, whatever time, you just gotta yeah. go. They, they put you at, just go, go do it, and go do your, do your best. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. true, man. Yeah, we used to watch CJ. We used to watch you like when uh, they were like always trying to set up something. Even when like when I was there, I remember trying to set up something for you in the slot and getting you in space. And I just remember like watching you get the ball in practice and being like, "Yo, this dude is a running back, bro. Yeah. Like this yeah, guy, too big to this guy, slow, I, like this guy. If we just hand him the ball, like it's gonna be scary." And so, like when they moved you to running back, like I was like, "Oh yeah, like that. That yeah. makes sense right it there." Was fun. Um, it was fun until I got to leave. I, I think one year. Oh, you did it one. That's it. That's yeah. it. You just need one of those years, man. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.